Now, I don't know if that matched up at all, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was... We were just testing something out, folks, and apparently if you whistle over Zoom, the whistle goes away, so you can't hear it. So whatever we were whistling... Oh, is, do you think it's Zoom? I think it is. Well... Well, let me, let me try to record it. Maybe Skype. Let's about theme. Go ahead. You, 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 you whistle your theme. I'll whistle my theme. We'll let, it'll sound terrible on the podcast. Okay, sounds good. Ready? Here we go. Go. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it all recorded on my end, so great. Okay. Did you do the Mario soon. theme? No, I did the Chuck. Oh, okay. Theme. I was about to say I did the Mario theme, and I thought you didn't do it too, and we match up the beast. Oh, man. That would have been pretty sick. This episode and all episodes really prove just how my ADD mind works, is I just jumped to something <laughs> else. I just jumped to something else. But what I really want to jump into, man, is the best movies that we saw this year. It's the end of the year. It's the end of the year, baby. And I got a top five. Well, I have, I have an honorable mention and a top five. That's what I got. I got a top five, but I did, I did, I couldn't decide on one, so I got a tie. Oh, cool. I also have some some movie new like stats I figured out for me. Oh, let's hear the movie stats you figured out for you. Um. Okay, so I went to the movie theater twenty three times this year. Oh, I envy that. I saw. I think this this number is probably okay, wrong. So okay, probably okay, okay. streaming streaming movies, but I think I saw twenty. Excuse me, thirty movies that were released in twenty twenty. Most excellent. I think it's wrong, and that actually leads me to what I want to ask too. So I'll, I'll get to the rest of these mm-hmm. in a second. What's a movie that you wanted to see this year but you haven't gotten to yet? The I mean, gosh, that list is huge. But I would say the the first thing that came to mind that is on everybody's top five that I've seen so far is Pinocchio. Yeah, I did want to see Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, the Guillermo del Toro one. But then that reminds me, I still haven't seen Wolfwalkers yet, and that makes me very upset. Mm. It, to me, the number one that I'm missing is The Banshees of Inna Sharon. I, I missed it. I'm going to catch that this probably this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. I'm, I'm sure. Okay, so any others? I mean, there there were there were a bunch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got like two of the movies on the list, which I've already talked about in other episodes. Like I got lucky cause they were on the freaking airplane. Like I just, I didn't sure. get to the theater. I got there four times this year and two of those times were Morbius and uh, Wakanda forever. Um, I saw Morbius on an airplane. That's why it's my number one. <laughs> um, on my Nick writes.net uh, blog post, I open it pretty much with a Morbius like thing. Like, you know, Morbius is for the men kind of a joke stupid meme that i found online that makes me laugh makes me laugh all sorts of something special but um i wanted to see the fable men mostly because as a fable men's the, i do want to see that too i want to see it because i have never seen a spielberg movie so split in my lifetime sure, i have seen people sure. who have loved it and i have seen people who downright hated it and are pissed off about it so yeah so man like i guess that's what happened with hook Growing up, because critics oh, hated sure. Hook, but everybody who saw it loved it. Um, so I don't know. There's been a couple of other ones. There's some that, um, if you go to the Rotten Tomatoes best of 2022 list, usually it is full of things that you've never heard of at the very, very top. Um, Sometimes that's fun, though, because you can find some really weird stuff. There's a documentary about lava on there. I, I know. And it's got I like 100%. About that yeah. So I, I, and I'd be curious to see it, right? Because I, the last, yeah. I can't think of the last, you know, 100% um, documentary that I even saw. So that one's got me all sorts of interesting. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess, I guess those are the ones that kind of came to mind. Is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yep, I want to see Pinocchio. You know what I heard really good things about was the Beavis and Butthead do the universe movie. <laughs> 
I don't think I can do it. It has a 97% fresh rating. To me, the the big ones, Banshees. I wanted to see the menu and never got around to it. What was the Triangle of Sadness? Puss in Boo's Last Wish, yeah, yeah. Triangle of Sadness has my interest. I'm not going to lie. The trailer looks really intriguing, doesn't it? It really does. I saw this movie called... um, Oh, did you see The Sea Beast on Netflix? My kids watched it, and I caught the end of it, and I was surprised at how... Like so, I don't know what was going on, but I was surprised how good the animation was, and it seemed really well done. I heard that that was great. I heard that the Enola Holmes movie was surprisingly great as well. But you know what? We should probably do a whole episode on this one called RRR. I would totally do that. You want to do a review of that one? Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That, that is okay. Been, I need an excuse to see that. That's been on my for list sure. for a while, but it's just three hours long. That's why I haven't done it. Yeah. Um, another one that was super high that I didn't see, but I know that you did, and I don't want to spoil your list if it's on your list, but did you see Prey? I think you I did. did see Prey. Okay. Yeah. Is that on your list? Oh. We'll find out, won't we? No. <laughs> we'll find out. We should just dive right into the well, list, man. Okay. For, I, I do want to, because th- I thought about this long and hard really quick. Favorite theater going experience, aside from my number one slot, Jaws 3D was absolutely incredible. If it ever comes back in the wow. TV, Worst theater okay. going experience. Avatar in high frame rate. Um, Morbius. The worst movie I saw this year was by far... Morbius. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me change it. The worst movie I saw in theaters this year was Men, and I had just the best time watching oh. it. I, I, I do not mean that sarcastically. I do not mean that ironically. I disliked the movie, and, I had, and I'm so glad I saw it, and I'm so glad he made it. Um, and the worst movie I saw Shoot. this year overall was Morbius, yeah. Which throws out the fact yeah. that I was going to jokingly put that at number one. So, but I guess we'll lose that. Day. I really did it. You know, I will say the Morbius theater experiment was experience was full of laughs, especially because the guy, my buddy Adam, really did like it, uh-huh. and like non ironically, um, and so I just had fun laughing, throwing my hands up in the air, shouting at the screen. It was almost like it brought me back to how I felt when I saw the room again. Sure, like Morbius has that potential to have like room mm-hmm. moments of like throwing the football and crap like that. So that's I don't know. Why, I don't that's know. why I, I hold that the only cinema, the worst cinema movie can commit is being boring, and Morbius was not boring. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't smart either. No, it wasn't good. Well, let me put it this yeah. way. Let me put it this way. Morbius was a bad movie, and I had fun watching it. Avatar, The Way there of Water, was go. a good movie, and I hated every minute of watching it. So, I mean, and I'm not trying to Damn, be, dude. I'm not trying to be <laughs> cruel here. I'm saying, boring to me is the worst thing you can be. I'd rather you be terrible, and I can have a good time with it. Interesting. Um, another one that I really wanted to see was Tar, because of Todd Phillips. I know I talked about yeah, this. I think I in I'm the Green Knight one. I know, but it's a little drippy. Oh, it's a little drippy. And that yeah, makes me drippy. it makes me smile. And then uh last but not least is All Quiet on the Western Front, I heard was incredible. I did hear that was excellent. I need to do that Yeah. Oh, you know I thought of one more. The um is it Thirteen Lives? Oh yeah. The, oh, I won't watch that. I, I mean that's very high on a lot of people's lists. Um Eventually. Eventually I'll see that one. I don't know. Alright, so you have you have an honorable mention, right? You want to dive in? I do have one honorable mention and and I already talked I think I I'm ninety percent sure I already talked about it. Spirited Man was just so much dang fun. Like we're gonna be watching that one again. That's the Ryan Reynolds Will Ferrell Christmas. Oh, okay, gotcha. That was just more of a treat than I ever thought imaginable. We um it actually spawned us watching Just Friends, which is another great Christmas film that's better than Die Hard at being Christmas. Um can't recommend Spirited enough. Apple just 
Apple knocked it out of the park this year, man. My favorite show of the year was Severance. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Coda was beautiful and amazing. And then this came out, and I was like, I don't know. But the concept was so cool. The mid, the 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 twist that happens halfway through was was wonderful, and and even there's like a little twist at the end too. It just it was a delight. I can't wait to see it again. We have a number of movies that we watch around Christmas. Muppet Christmas Carol um, is one of them. Um, I tried to watch it with scissor hands, but my, I turned turns out my wife hates yeah. it, so I didn't get to watch it this year. Um, the Harry Potter films are on that list. Just Friends is on that list, and now for sure, Spirited is on that list. That was. A rip on good time, a modern classic, to be sure. Excellent. That's my honorable mention. Do you have one? No, but I did have a tie for fifth place. I didn't know who to give it to. I went back and forth, so I just said, screw it. I'm making it a tie. Well, then who is it? Okay. What so, is it? Let's get into the final. So fifth place, my tie is between Barbarian and Glass Onion. Um, cool, man. I, I thought Barbarian was just one of the most wild rides I've ever been in been on in a theater it was subverted expectations in the most delicious ways you i just could not believe what i was seeing what was <laughs> happening and it just kept happening and the stakes kept getting higher and higher and i laughed my ass off and all of that and i can't imagine ever watching it again because it was exhausting in the best way <laughs> on the other end yeah, of things I... <laughs> glass onion was a delight from beginning to end and i can't wait to watch it many times in the future uh it did not hit me with the impact wrench that barbarian did but that's to its credit in some ways right i mean different different Mm -hmm. tone different movie but i liked them both quite a bit there's an article today in the hollywood reporter who we we will laugh about later with our top 70 marvel films surprise Mm, list but um ryan johnson i guess was very upset that he had to put knives out in the title and he couldn't just call it glass onion i get it i mean i I also get get the marketing that you branding baby yeah I'm just so glad he's making more movies yeah. a little bit faster. I'll go to, I'll you know? go to anything he so. makes. I'm looking forward to his TV. My series. number five. What? He's got a. Uh, he's got a series. Oh, what's the actress's name? I can't remember. Is that the safe cracking one? No, I don't think so. It's a. It's okay. a. It's a mystery series. It's a like a, a mystery of the week series where he's really leaning into like those old British really? mysteries. Oh man! It's a. He talked all about Agatha Christie in his interview with Hollywood Reporter. Um, with all the other screenwriters from this year, and it was just like, sweet man. Like I just, I don't know. It's cool to see someone inspired by classic literature and then just twist it in like a new, unique way. So I will for sure see Glass Onion. It's, then you got me excited for that. The, the, give, give me a second, because you're gonna. It's on Apple Plus. It's coming out, and I that that'll be a reason I sign up. What is it? What is it? Mm. Serious. Poker While you're face. searching, poker face, poker face. Yeah. Oh, the Lady Gaga song. Yes, not not that. Oh, it's on Peacock. No. Oh, I gotta sign for Peacock. Peacock, I work for that company. You can just have my login. <laughs> Great, because I won't be able to access Netflix soon. Okay, you're number five. Great. My number five is Top Gun Maverick. Top my Gun. goodness, yeah. what a thrill! What a freaking thrill! Um, I talked about this in my blog post a little bit, but just the, the fact that there's an Act Five randomly right? like right. it's crazy oh my gosh it's insane it's just it, you, you think the movie's over and you're like oh, i guess they had to do that for the character they've been doing that with harrison ford and the, pff, all this stuff and then it cuts back in you're like oh we still got movie oh we still got movie like, and, and that was amazing all the rules in the best way light as hell fun as hell oh my gosh i saw that on the biggest thing i could i'm so glad mm-hmm. i did that one was i mean it it's so it's it did what Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, Digital Suicide Squad. It it was better than the original. Completely agree. Fan freaking fantastic. 
Super enjoyed that. So that's my number five is Top Gun Maverick. And I'm looking forward to hopefully this being the fuel that Nintendo needs to make a Star Fox movie. Oh, that'd be so great. Uh, that's uh, that was my big thing. Big I watched Star Fox fan. I've known, I'm a big Star a Fox time. fan. Uh, you got another me on your tail. I won't. I won't go in all the places. I won't do that. So that's my number <laughs> five. What's your number four? My number four. You've already asked me about. It's Prey. Prey is brilliant. Prey is wonderful. Wow. I love Prey. What a good guess. I love Prey. I I didn't have much expectations for it. It is gorgeous. It is. Mm. Look, it's a movie about an alien big game hunting people and Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a dumb premise it's a dumb premise that i i love the original predator i watched every election day it's a but it's a dumb because there's 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 uh two governors i have never seen predator one predator one has two governors in a center i watched every election i love predator it's a dumb movie wow it's it's to me predator is the quintessential 80s meathead action movie it's the perfect meathead action movie there's never been a better one that said, it's a delight. dumb movie. Prey is not a dumb movie. Prey is a very thoughtful, well-paced, well-written, well-acted movie, and you forget regularly that this is a movie about an alien big game-hunting people. It's mm-hmm. just so well-made. And the only thing that I... This is not a fault of the movie. This is because the studio wouldn't let him. He wanted to film it originally in the native tongue, and if they had done that... It might have been my two or top top. It would probably been number two if it was filmed. Super cool, Filmed man. In, in the original tongue. There is the cuts. I can't remember. What, I apologize for not remembering which which language it is. But there is a cut, but it's dubbed. And I need to watch that. Okay. Uh, if I have never seen Predator, I've only seen Alien vs. Predator. Am You're I, gonna am be I fine. good? Okay, You're thank gonna you. Be fine. <laughs> that said, Predator is a damn delight. You should watch it sometime. Wonderful. Oh, very good. Uh, my number four is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Oh, love Came yeah, out of that, nowhere. That's on one of my lists that I never oh, want to see. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm going to get, a, I'm gonna get a, heart, a physical copy of this movie. It's such a delight, a family movie that just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. And, you know, super low budget. I imagine stop motion animation, like half of it. Well, I guess like anytime that Marcel's in it with uh, her grandma. Just a wonderful, wonderful movie. Came out of nowhere on the plane. <laughs> I think I wrote about that. I think I said that uh, when I posted this piece that just like, I expected nothing from this movie. I saw the trailer and I was like, eh, I'm not going to see it. I got on the plane. And I was like, oh, it's on. Eh, why not? By the time the crowds roll, my face is covered in tears. Holy crap. Aww. Great movie. <laughs> so That's Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is my number four for 22. I will do that with my kids for sure. Wonderful. Your number three. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The I Batman. really enjoyed it. Um, it's not the best Batman movie ever, but it's damn close. Um, <laughs> it just did. I mean, getting a straight up detective story, Robert Pattinson barely acting, I think just brooding, but it worked for the character so well. Mm-hmm. It just, it fit, And I love the world. Gotham city, Gotham city felt like Gotham from the comics. Yeah. And oh gosh. Absolutely. In a way that it never has. I mean, I know, I know the Tim Tim Burton ones are all gothic, but they mm-hmm. do not feel like Gotham. They feel like Tim Burton making a big city. <laughs> to me, That's at fair. least. Yeah. But this felt like Gotham. It felt it felt straight out of the comics. So sorry, How girls. Pattinsons for the boys now. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so How about you? Number three. I I can't believe this is my number three. 
the Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, oh, I'm going to see this weekend. You, man, I think I said this in the last episode, um, or two episodes ago. Whatever. Well, well, Don't I spoil. Know. No spoilers. You're right. No spoilers. No, no. Just In Bruges was amazing. And it was. And it's, it's just, it's such a great movie. I, w- I would give it to any anybody. Well, yep. anyone over 18, I would say. Um, and Seven Psychopaths was fine. I'll never see it never again. Saw and it. I just hated Three Billboards. Three Billboards is one of the worst movies right. I had seen. And so to Maybe me, ever. I was like, I was like, well, I'm, well, then I'm done, dude. Like out of three, the dude stunk two out of three times. Like, so I wasn't going to see this movie and the trailer didn't pull me in any kind of interesting way. It made me curious, no doubt. But then I, I was, I was not writing a chapter in my book and I was looking at HBO max and then it was there and I was like, All right. should I give it, should I give it 30 minutes and just see how I feel? And I, I didn't, sh- I mean, I, I let it go through all the credits. I let it go all the way through to the end until it was just mm-hmm. a black screen. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't think this is better than in Bruges, but it's pretty freaking close. But what I, what I, what I love, and again, I won't, I'm not going to spoil anything, but what I love yeah. was the curiosity. Did you see the trailer for this? I did. Yeah. I, I was excited about it. The question of the trailer is, is Colin Farrell going to bug this guy? into cutting off his own fingers. Is that going to happen? And it's such a weird thing that it just kind of digs in your brain. You're like, well, is he going to do it? Cause he won't leave him alone. What's that all about? And then I kind of, you dive into the, uh, I like to go to our, dash movies to read the other people's thoughts when I see something like this. And, uh, there are so many parallels in, uh, between this movie and the Irish civil war that I didn't know. And the more that I read that more, I was like, this is a love letter to that time. Huh. And any Irish person would have got, everything immediately um the rewatchability isn't super high for me though i probably will watch it it. again um i laughed way more than i thought good like i don't know good that's what he's good at he's great at dark comedy like it's it's such a rare talent to be able to write like stuff that's funny when really awful things are happening but Mm -hmm. man he's so good at it and so, yeah. yeah. And and this, uh, and this Sheeran isn't a real place. Um, and that, like, the title itself has an interesting way of working itself into the movie. Uh, and and uh, man, number three. I, I just, like, completely came out of nowhere. And, yeah, I liked it more than Top Gun. <laughs> so, yeah, number three, Ban- The Banshees of Inishiro with Martin McDonough and Colin Farrell. My number two, Top Gun. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Number two, Top Gun Maverick. It is just popcorn <laughs> cinema distilled down to its very essence. Uh, uh. It's so much fun. I mean, it's it's action-packed. It's heartfelt. You know what? It's even cheesy in the appropriate times. And <laughs> I loved it. And I think the last half hour of that movie is one of the most intense, wonderful, exciting, thrilling, awesome mm-hmm. half hours in cinema history and i i mean part of me like i I would say top gun's not high art but you know it is high pop it is high pop art it is like pop art at its best and i just ate it up it was light there was no agenda there was no check boxes there was no trying to to force a message it was just like every it was like hey everybody come in 
Everybody come in and enjoy this. Everybody come see what, Let's what Tom Cruise is doing this time. Let's share this experience in a dark room and really enjoy the hell out of it. Let's all hate the hell out of the douchebag character, which they wrote so douchily well. My goodness. Right. The most punchable face I've seen well, on screen. That, that's the part that I think time. is the most cheesy. And I'm like, that's cheesy. And I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's perfect. I love it. Oh, yeah. Miles, tell, talk to me, Dad. Get the hell out of here. You're not crying at that moment. We're all crying together. I really kind of burnt on Miles Teller. <laughs> I'm back on board. He was great. Yeah. Yep. They keep replaying the shot of him like laughing on the beach with his like really yep. great pecs and abs. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> 200 pushups at once. Get out of here, man. Oh. Yeah. That is great. Right. You're number two. Everything. Everywhere. All at once. All at once. Oh, man. I, if you have not, folks, if you have not seen the music video for Turn Down for What, even though I talked oh, about man, it like three episodes so ago, please put it back on. Please, I, first off, banger. Banger of a song. And then banger of a music video. Like, when you, when, you, when you have a creator, or creators, I should say, that have such a unique voice and style, you just can't ignore it. I know I said it before, yeah. but like these guys are like, like what Spike Jones and Charlie Kaufman did for um, being John Malkovich an adaptation and then spike jones did her and where the wild things are like everything i see i see so much spike jones stuff in these guys and but with like this sprinkling of slapstick yeah the weirdness factor um the one daniel talks about um in their in the uh the round table the hollywood reporter like how they how like they churn ideas and like nothing's dumb nothing's ever off no feelings ever hurt it's literally like an improv class like when they're coming up with stuff like this and uh, the movie was more heartwarming than I thought it would be. And that was the thing that really, for as nutso as that movie is, it really comes down to like this one lady dealing with her life and where she thought she should be. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it's a universal message and of like time and goals. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I truly enjoy it. Yeah, it really is. I think that, I think every one of these movies I would probably buy a hard copy of like, a, see like a criterion collection with a whole bunch of commentary. Totally. Totally. Um, and I will say this, that movie would have been my number one, but there was something in the way. Really? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I watched it again. Today. Do you want to just do you want to do your number that one? That was my just transition, number baby. One. Just my number one, one my number one was the Batman. Good freaking God. I, I it's the second favorite. It's my second favorite Batman movie. I think I've ever seen dark Knight will never be beaten, but like right there I you. watched it again today just as great. Colin Farrell vanishes into the penguin. Robert Pattinson oh, is great as an yeah. emo Bruce Wayne. Who's like new to the Batman career and all those things. Uh, the soundtrack was amazing. Michael, uh, start with the G. Giacchino. Thank you. Giacchino did. I, I got the job. vinyl downstairs. My, oh. my birthday just came out two weeks ago. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, <clears throat> and I know it's two hours and 58 minutes and much like avatar needed an intermission. I'm sure. But, but you know what? Batman isn't born. <laughs> It's not, and honestly, like, it's, you know, we're, we're very much a Hallmark movie family in this house, and Hallmark is just kind of on in the background all the time, but um, I just threw it on today for background noise, I, I and I just got again. so gripped again, because the Riddler, uh, Paul Dano's Riddler, is so bloody good, and, yeah, like, that, yeah, that so moment compelling. when he says, like, we did it, you know, and then the music just cuts out completely, and Batman's like, what? And I, right. I, po- I posted a meme on, on my blog, which is the whole, like, when you didn't do anything in the group project, but then you have to present the group project, and it's the Riddler, and he's like, you know, we're such a good team that cuts a bad meme. He's like, we're not. We're not a good team. <laughs> it's that whole thing. <laughs> um, 
that was a, a really unique twist. He's like, you're not as smart as I thought you were. And then, you know, the flooding and then just, That's I know great. some people didn't care for the Batman as much. There's certain commentators who really ripped it a new one, but man, like this is, I would love a second, the Batman two, which sounds weird I, to say, but I it was, think, <laughs> I, I think that the only reason people didn't like it is because they're holding it up to the dark Knight. And if it had come out first, everybody would have thought it was the best thing ever made. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Especially with that. I mean, I thought to me, like after Ben Affleck's Batman, which wasn't a bad Batman, I don't I think, think. It was a good casting. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a terrible fine. movie. Right. <laughs> and he killed everybody. This like this yeah, Pattinson did a great job, and then you got Andy Circus as Alfred, which when it's you think they're casting. gonna kill Alfred, it's like, whoa yeah. and then you're all thrown off by that and Oh uh, John Totoro, man, was so yeah. good as uh uh Falcone. Every Falcone time I look at him, one. yeah. Every time I look at him, I just can't help but thinking, "We thought you was a toad. Do not seek the treasure." For those who've seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, as many times as I have, I'm sure that's. <laughs> I was thinking about Severance. Oh yeah, that's right. Whoa! <laughs> not oh, Bert, Bang, banging on the door to get Christopher Walken's attention. Oh, so yeah, um, the Batman. Dude, it's just the best thing I've seen this year. I freaking adored it. What about, well, sorry. I, and that was the transition I couldn't resist. Doing, no, you had so. to. You had to. You <laughs> so, know what my number one is. Yeah, I think it's I do. Everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I have not laughed as hard. Mm-hmm. I have not cried as hard. Yeah. That was uh, the best movie-going experiences I've had in several years. Um. I think I've already told the story in the podcast, but there's a moment in there where the theater like, will never be the same as when I saw them in theaters that first mm-hmm. time. When the, the, they're both rocks having that conversation. I think I say Raccoon Tui. Ra- raccoon. That's good stuff. But when they're both <laughs> rocks having that conversation, and mm-hmm. it is a heartfelt conversation between two rocks. Yeah. And then they start making jokes. And the theater, it's pitch silence <laughs> other than the wind in the background. The theater's trying not to like you could hear people trying not to be the only ones laughing at the jokes on the screen because Mm -hmm. that would be the only thing you'd hear which led to other people laughing at them laughing and trying not to laugh at the jokes which led to all of us laughing absolutely hysterically (laughs) at as we're all trying not to Mm -hmm. it was such a beautiful moment like it was i I have never felt so connected to the other people in a theater than Mm -hmm. that moment where the rocks are talking these guys Um, will be able to do whatever they want to do forever because of this movie i think I had seen uh, Swiss Army Man in the same theater I saw everything everywhere. And I thought, oh, yeah, I don't know who these sick, crazy bastards are, but I'll watch what they're doing. And so I brought in here. So for Christmas, this is my favorite gift I got for Christmas, Ah. is a vast, pointless gyration of radioactive rocks and gas in which you appear. A trip through the multiverse edited by the Daniels. Whoa. A24, instead of releasing a script book, released this. And this is a semi-script, semi-art book companion to everything, everywhere, all at once. Interesting. Uh, it starts with a short story by Ted Chang, who's my favorite short story. Not a short, a foreword by Ted Chang. He's the guy who wrote the short story Arrival mm-hmm. based on. Oh, yeah. And then it goes into a script for an alternate opening of the movie. With it's old just... Jackie Chan? No, this is... This is I like I might just have to take photos and send it to you. Okay, because it's great. It's a great read. It's an alternate where they basically break down the multiverse and infinity, what infinity means, <laughs> and then slowly as you're reading the script, 
it turns into a multiversal event where it's talking about the publishing of this book and it slowly ebbs in on you reading the script about you reading the script <laughs> and how, uh, then there's another they, there's the where i'm at i'm about halfway through it they have short stories all through it in one case they gave a prompt to three different authors they gave a prompt like one sentence and two names and they had them all write a one page short story so you got three different short stories about the same thing there's this one is three different authors write a uh, a prompt then the other three authors write a prompt to that prompt and then they write a prompt to the prompt to the prompt so it's just it's like this book itself is a multiverse that folds in on itself and it's stunning and I love this movie and it will be with me for the rest of my life because (laughs) it captures so much of the feels and I I think it's a I think it's a brilliant film and I will it will be there next time the Daniels decide to do whatever on celluloid. i had heard that they were going to do a like they were on track to do a marvel movie but they wouldn't play by marvel's rules and so they, did, they didn't do it that sounds right that sounds Great. about right doesn't it keep doing it keep doing that guys keep turning you know down what? marvel <laughs> adapt turn down for what into a film i'll come <laughs> yep i will come as well oh uh, absolutely you know f- i'll fly to you and we'll watch it together <laughs> There are some movies coming out this year that I'm just like, we got to see these at the same time. We got to figure out a way. Um, before we jump to that, though, I will say just randomly the best book that I read this past year um, is actually a book from 2019 called Recursion by Blake Crouch. I talked about it a lot. We um, that one. It just got me. It just got it gave me the Crichton feels and it got me all excited. And I know he's got a bunch of other stuff and I will absolutely check that out. But um, just good. Just excellent. most, most good. Most excellent. Um yeah, well, shoot. Uh, the 2023 movie calendar was posted. Look, stacks, man. I know. There's some good stuff. Barbie, man. I know. I'm so that excited for Barbie. I was like, can we see Barbie together? We got to do a review of Barbie on the podcast. We got to do a review of Cocaine Bear, man. Cocaine Bear, great. You know, I'm looking forward to Ant-Man. Yeah, well, so am I. And Shazam, too, for sure. I yep. haven't seen any other John Wicks other than one. Should I? Oh, yeah, they're great. Oh, cool. Okay, great. I will. Awesome. John Wick is one of those uh, the trailers where I saw the trailer and I thought this is I don't expect this to be good I expect it to be bad but damn it I hope it's good it <laughs> well and like I, the Dungeons I, and Dragons yeah. movie same feeling like I, great. I, I, I I have high hopes same with Super Mario which is the day before my yep. birthday so I yep. have high hopes for that one too John Wick Guardian... Chapter 4 comes out on my birthday I'll be there ah wonderful March 24th uh, Guardians 3 like I said mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's gonna get killed Fast 10 was this the backwards thing you were gonna do Okay, so this is some news that I have forgot to mention that I'm deeply <laughs> sad about. So one of my favorite things in Thanksgiving <coughs> is to listen to Till Death Do Us Blart, mm-hmm. the podcast yes, where yes. they watch Paul Bart Mall Cop 2 uh, every year until they die at Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. But it's based upon these New Zealander guys that do uh, a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time. And they announced on this year's episode i had kind of a bad day when i listened to it. i didn't listen to it on thanksgiving but i actually yeah. had a bit of a bad day and then i listened to this podcast and at the very end of this year's episode of till death does blart they announced the worst idea of all time season four or five they're watching the fast and the furious movies backwards oh no it was crushing because i've always wanted to do the podcast i've never seen a fast mm-hmm. and the furious movie my goal is fast 10 comes out this year then the part two comes out next year i think that I sounds to do right part two in theaters for my very first movie 
and then every week watch one backwards. I even bought the uh, the board game so that I could play it at some point <laughs> do a podcast about it. I was and then I was gonna do Hobbs and Shaw the second the penultimate one uh, for, uh, episode. I was gonna do Hobbs and Shaw actually physically reversed. So they're talking. Yep. Oh, you want you did your oh gosh. I think it just just just, just, to do it, <laughs> just because right? yeah. And then they took it. So, look, they're doing it. I'm still doing it too. People can think I stole it from them. I don't give a rat's ass. I, this yeah. is, I've always wanted to watch some, read something backwards, watch something backwards. It always seems stupid and fun, and I'm still doing it. Beautiful, man. Um, one that I thought I was going to be more excited about was Transformers Rise of the Beast, because Beast Wars was just so darn good. And my Wars. understanding is this is the Bumblebee universe of Transformers. Oh, is it? Or, yeah, like, I didn't. We are too old for this, probably, but the Transformers movies are now, like, there's different universes of it, I suppose, in the same way, like, the Spider-Man for universes were. Uh, I think so, it's actually more like X-Men, where they just make what they want now, and they don't care if it doesn't match. And that's the thing, is, like, Beast Wars was great, and then I saw the trailer for Rise of the Beast, and I'm like, oh no, you didn't do Beast Wars, why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just do Beast Wars, Oh, I'm gonna go see it with John, we see every Transformer <laughs> movie in Naturally. theaters, it's not good, we do it anyways. Uh, I won't Bumblebee talk about was fun. that one. Indiana Jones, yes. Oppenheimer, yes. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One, yes. Oh, I just figured out which one you're not talking about. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know nothing about the Marvels. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I still hope it's good. I wasn't a big I, fan of the first one, but I, I'm not to the point where I think it couldn't be good. I am intrigued about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie coming out August fourth. I yes. really do, and because it seems uh, like it seems like uh, crap. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, thank you. Really cares about it, and is gonna yeah. Have- well, honestly, like him and Evan Goldberg, they did the uh, yeah the uh, the Green Hornet, and I really liked that it was a fun when one. I saw it. It was totally fun and fine. Yeah. So. I think they're gonna put in that same heart. Uh, actually, the 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 next one, the poster came out for Blue Beetle, and I feel like yep. I saw that from a some Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, I don't remember which one. I mean, it's gonna be canceled, canceled, maybe. But oh, uh, well, uh, full I, theatrical release. We'll see. I know, just like Aquaman has a full theatrical release. I'm not holding out hope here. I will say, there's two on here that I didn't know at all about. And one of them I'm, I'm very excited for, which I didn't know there was going to be a fourth Expendables. That seems odd. Yeah. But I guess I'm the people who saying. really like those really like those. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. But Craven the Hunter with freaking Russell Crowe is going to be great. Yeah, that surprises yeah. <laughs> me. I didn't know that was a thing. It makes Sony is still sense. trying to make that Sony that Spider Verse thing go. Man, I just after Morbius, I have high hopes for Craven the Hunter. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll but see. the Exorcist remake, I don't know, man. Dune Part Two. That's the one. I was like, I need to fly him out. We need to see this in IMAX. We didn't deserve Dune Part One. We certainly don't deserve Dune Part Two. But my goodness, that will be great. Yeah. And on on the on the 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 purple coattails of Dune is Wonka. I don't know how I feel about it. I know, I know. It's like everybody probably thought about that at one point, and they're like, oh, but let's not do that. But then, man, look at Christmas Day, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I know it. I know it shows up there, but, and of course uh, the ironic thing with this article is right below Aquaman. The lost kingdom is the title disappointment Boulevard. (laughs) Aquaman probably will be disappointment. Boulevard. This is, this is my bet. Blue beetle Aquaman. I I think Shazam two will come out, but blue beetle and Aquaman get canceled. 
And then in 10 years, they drop it on DVD and we all get to say, huh, that was interesting. <laughs> but it was the Batgirl thing. We all knew it wasn't going to be great, but we kind of wanted to see it, though. I still wanted to see it. Yeah. I, I would have. Yeah, I would have paid to see that. Michael Keaton's in it. Oy. Um, Disappointment Boulevard is the next Ari Aster movie, The Man of mm-hmm. Hereditary, mm-hmm. Midsommar. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Napoleon, I have seen a picture of Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon, and I don't know if I'm fairly certain this is not the unproduced um, Stanley Kubrick version. Sure. I know that they've been trying to do that since I he's mean, been dead. So I it's don't It's really Scott, so it will either be one of the greatest films of all time or really bloated, messy, and bad. I mean, it's one of the... I... Ridley Scott has made some of my all-time favorite movies, and he's made just some crappers. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, sure. Um, and then lastly, Killers of the Flower Moon, I've heard oh, insanely good things about you that. You just book. jumped right over Asteroid City and Wes Anderson. Oh, I did scroll too hard. Yes, the latest from Wes Anderson is an astro- set in an astronomy convention in a desert town in the 50s. With a great uh, cast. Yeah, yeah. I still need to see French Dispatch. I know a lot of people don't like I gotta it. do that, too. Yeah. I enjoy him. But then, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon is DiCaprio and Scorsese, and those I heard that book is amazing. So I'm great. Yeah, morbidly curious, morbidly curious, <laughs> stupid. I haven't seen any of the Creed movies. I need to get on that. I need to get on that because I, I saw the first one and I really liked it. I need to catch the second one because I'm looking forward to the third one. Yeah, man, absolutely. So yeah. we'll sh- we'll shoot. Are are you consuming anything else other than these top five movies and lists of movies that are coming out that you're super duper excited for? I mean, nothing special. We did a bunch of Christmas movies with the kids. I uh, I got a bunch of books for Christmas. I'm working my way through. Um, that's Ooh. basically it. What books did you get for Christmas? Oh, shoot. I got The Fast, Pointless Generation of Reactive Rocks, in which you happen to appear. Mm-hmm. I got Broken News, which is about the news industry. I got, oh, shoot, A Brief History of Everything, which Ooh. is a, a brief history of everything. And then I got, oh, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about all of them. It was a great stack of books. I got uh, the, shoot, I can't think of the author's name. He's like the guy to write behind the scenes movie history books. I got the Indiana Jones big, nice. beautiful, full color book that Super he did. Super cool, man. Yeah. I have a book for you that I'm currently reading. It's uh-huh. called The Comfort Crisis. And it's a nonfiction book about a journalist who goes out uh, and hunts in the middle of absolutely nowhere, Alaska, with another guy. Um, and there's a couple – actually, there's a few hunting stories in there. But the book breaks down, like, all the stats about how our smartphones are bad for us and hmm. how we desperately need the woods um, sure. to, like, be healthy. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm like, this is a book for Brendan to read. I can I, I – for I am – the best book I read this year, and I – I, I will – I'm pretty sure – is carrier wave and mm. i re- listen i listened to an audiobook and i got right up until the very last chapter which is three hours long and then fell off it for no reason <laughs> other than the fact that i had 25 hours into it and loved every minute of it and i needed a break but i'm doing that now and i'm it, the last three hours are brilliant so and the carrier wave is that fiction or nonfiction or okay okay have we not talked about carrier wave no this is my favorite book of the year it's science fiction um, it's written like World War Z, like every chapter is different perspective mm. on a major event. Basically a way, a signal from space 
starts having effects on the people on Earth, and it is kind of Lovecraftian horror, and it gets absolutely incredible and horrifying, and I, I... I don't want to spoil anything, but basically the premise is what if civilization and everything we call humanity, like our our generosity, our order, our compassion, what if all of those things were uh, not of our making and not necessarily benign? Interesting. Yes. <laughs> you have me intrigued. Well, what's I always forget that quote. The Leonardo DiCaprio one from Django. You had my attention. You had my, uh, yeah. You had yeah. You had my curiosity, you, but I yeah. had my attention. But I always get that confused with my favorite quote from King of the Hill, which is "I'm intrigued that you could, but suspicious that you may," or something like that. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No. Oh, but gosh. I get the vibe. It's a great audiobook. It's one of those. It just lends itself to audiobooks, and it's long, but it but you, but you, each chapter is its own story, so you can pick it up and just really enjoy an intense chapter. They all have different tones, but it is truly horrifying in the, in in the best way. Not you're you'll be fine if you have any interest in it. Okay. Um, and and it it gets apocalyptic in a way that I have never seen done in fiction. Cool man, you've got you. You have my curiosity, and now you have my attention. And the quote was, uh, I'm skeptical that you could, yet intrigued that you may. That's what I meant. Ah, I love it. <laughs> uh, and it's so much better when he says it, but um, solid. Well, that's the, I'm, I'm reading The Comfort Crisis, and then um, <clears throat> for Christmas, I got tickets to ride. And um, excellent to work Great game. my absolute best magic to get Monica interested in more board gaming. And, excellent. Uh, she enjoyed it. It's um. It was it's a good, a good to one set. to start with. It is a good one to start with. It's a great gateway. And then she saw me playing Settlers of Catan online. She's like, oh, I'd be up for playing that one. I'm just like, yes, we're going to make a nerd There's out so of you. Many good ones. So I mean, many I'm looking ones. at Stone Age Shadows of Camelot, Britannia, Settlers of Catan, Quacks of Quillen, Wingspan's a good couples right game. I have, um, it op- I have it open right now with my sister-in-law. <laughs> great. Right now. I'm, I'm still not getting a handle on it, man. I just, I'm like, just play birds, and then I come in last place. So, you know, I so I, I get that it's like, oh, okay. Um, we'll talk lost strategy. ruins, chaining. You, yeah, you and me will talk strategy. Okay. It's, okay. The, the thing okay. is, is d- don't overthink it. It's, it's, it's a feel good game. <laughs> yeah, but there are some strategies you can take. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, that's everything that I'm enjoying these days. Uh, thank you all for stopping by, as always, and. Uh, let us know what your top five movies are. Let us know what we absolutely missed and where we're absolutely wrong. Let us know. Let us know. Tell us. Yeah, please. please. <laughs> and happy new year. <sighs> happy birthday. Earth? <laughs> Frosty the snowman. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I, I, I'm gosh. like, I'm like in my heart. I'm like Yukon Cornelius. There was a, there was a meme I saw on TikTok, and I burst out laughing where there's this, there's this sound where a guy says, my pronouns are he, but not him, because I'll never be him. And then it plays a very sad song. And it's uh-huh. this guy. And it, what the, 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 the thing with TikTok is like you just you match whatever the song is, like you do a funny video with it or whatever. And, and the guy makes this pose, and it cuts right to Yukon Cornelius. Like, I'll never be him. And I'm like, oh, I'll never be him either. <laughs> I, think it was a, I think it was on Reddit. I can't remember. It was a bunch of people just discussing the island of misfit toys and how sad it is that uh, – like the, the the squirt gun that there's nothing Jones wrong with that toy. Jelly. Just stop putting jelly in it. Yeah. That's a you problem. I felt the I think I feel the worst for the boat that won't float. 
Sure. Cause, that's cause a what problem. Are you, what are you going to do with that? No, no. An inner tube, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that that's a misfit toy. The squirt gun is not a misfit toy. The squirt gun is a misfit owner. <laughs> well, same with the, you know, the, the train track with squares, which... Or the railroad that, or, oh my gosh, the train yeah, that, that has that, square wheels. That toy doesn't work, right? It fits on the island. Right, but it's another one of those, well, I suppose they all are user error at the end of the day. But I like the fish that flies. I'm like, now that's just but, a bitchin' toy. But no, 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 those were all, but I guess the thing is, those were all made wrong. The squirt gun was made correctly. Some asshole just keeps putting jelly in it. <laughs> you can put water in the squirt gun. Brendan, are you okay? <laughs> I haven't been okay in a long time, man. I know, me neither. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.